your work life, your relationships, your money, your health, the meaning of life. Welcome to How to Do Life with Marty Nemco. Hi, I'm Marty Nemco. Um, this is the show that I am most looking forward to doing of the now 26 I've done. Um, those of you who watch on YouTube may not know that this is the uh, this is the uh, video from which the podcast from a public radio in San Francisco show uh, How to Do Life is derived. Uh, in any case, I am somebody who uh, has uh, most every every one of the shows that I've done previously have been sharing what I know mainly about career, relationships, education, stuff like that, and I care about those things. But it's hard to say I love those things. Whereas this, music, is what I love. It was, uh, it's something that I was born with. My mother used to walk around the house singing all the time, although she had no training because she was a Holocaust survivor. But um, my earliest memory was when I was four and a half, we lived in a tenement in the Bronx, and my mother would take me for a walk, and in the back there was a vacant lot. And in the vacant lot, there was a piano, and of course in New York it rained on and snowed on and heat and cold, and a lot of the notes didn't work, but kids would bang on it, and I found myself fascinated. And I would watch, and I would watch, and I would watch. And then I found myself wanting to start to play chopsticks. So what I'm about to do to start with today, I will give you the world's shortest course in how to learn to play by ear if you're not interested in that, but because most people are not interested in taking up an instrument. Um, but are more interested in perhaps appreciating music more. That's really the theme of this show. The theme of today's show is going to be about how to make your music listening more pleasurable. Um, so I'm going to be playing a bunch of stuff for you on the piano. I'm old, so you're going to hear old stuff. You're going to hear Autumn Leaves. Uh, the most newest will be in Defying Gravity from Wicked, Over the Rainbow, Magnata Carnival, which is translated as The Day in the Life of a Fool, Funny Valentine, My Funny Valentine in MacArthur Park. Um, but I want to talk about, most people just listen to music first. I'm going to be playing in a moment, so you won't have to listen to me for too long. Um, most people listen to music, um, just kind of listen, either in, in the background as they're driving or while they're working or making love or whatever. Um, but there's a new way, and there's also people who've taken a classical music course, they end up having to learn all this theory about here is the exposition and here, here is the development and here is the recapitulation or here is the A theme and the B theme and the C theme and the, the, the basso continuo and all that stuff. So that's the intellectualized approach, which you see is not exactly my favorite. Um, but there is also what is something I've been playing with called the emotion-driven approach. Music is at least about as much about emotion as anything else. And so as you're listening to me play these various things, I'm going to ask you to think about if it evokes an, an emotion for you, either now or something in the past. And what I want to start with is Autumn Leaves, because it was my mother's favorite song, and she used to sing it all the time, singing around the house. Um, and I'm going to try to play it with emotion. And so whether you're a listener or you're a player, the extent to which you can try to play with feeling, with emotion, is the distinguishing characteristic between a player and a musician and an artist. So here's um, to uh, Autumn Leaves. My mom died at age 90, not so long ago. 
Okay, Automise. I should, you may have noticed that I wasn't playing with all my fingers, and that is something I've had to recently adapt to. Um, I developed a hand condition, I can't straighten this finger, I can't straighten this finger, and I can't straighten this finger. Um, and perhaps, a, so maybe a side benefit of this may be provide a little inspiration. We all have a choice when crap happens to us, whether to fold or try to compensate, and I am trying to compensate. Okay. Uh, the next song is a very different one, and this is an um, inspiring song from Wicked Defying Gravity about where this woman says, I'm not going to take any crap from uh, the man, the wizard who represents the, you know, the authority and all the rest, because the authority essentially is a sham and, you know, pretty politically correct message. Uh, anyway, this is the song Defying Gravity. I can't sing, so you will not hear me sing, but this is, uh, this is it. Okay, well there was that. Again, there's a lot of different kind of emotion there, both in the lyrics, which of course I couldn't sing, but I like to think that maybe I translated it into the music. Uh, again, our purpose here on, on today's edition of How to Do Life is to encourage you not just to enjoy music, which is great, but to maybe enhance the enjoyment by thinking about the emotional component uh, and thinking about emotional events in your life, hopes for your life, uh, any kind of feelings that get evoked. Uh, and now I'm going to play um, in that spirit again. Over the Rainbow, which has been inspiring to many people.
So um, that's over the rainbow. I like to, I try to infuse some real emotion in that, and hopefully maybe you felt some in your aspirations or your um, laments, or looking back or looking forward. Um, one more I want to play before we take a, a momentary break, which is, um, it's called Mañana de Carnaval, uh, translated in English, A Day in the Life of a Fool. Okay, you're listening to uh, How to Do Life. We're talking about music and how to make more of it, how to create more emotion, whether you're playing or listening. I want to do one more thing before I do what was promised. I was going to teach you um, the world's shortest course in how to play by ear. I, learned, I can't read music. Everything you've been listening to was completely by ear. And I started with chopsticks with one finger, and I'm going to teach you how I did that uh, in a, hopefully about five minutes. But um, in a total of five minutes. But first, I would like to uh, play one thing I wrote. Um, I originally wrote it in hopes of it being the movie theme for it, uh, a, a romance in set in Ireland, uh, a, a movie that uh, never that I <laughs> at least my music never made it to the screen. But um, uh, I've since kind of refigured it, rejiggered it, so that it 
kind of duplicates the process that my career counseling clients go through. Um, they typically come to me quiet and sad, and then little by little they make progress, and they get a big win, and then they're back to being peaceful. Um, but this time a happier, you know, quieter and happier, peaceful. So this uh, is that process. This is I try to duplicate that process in this song. No name. So now let me try to um, teach you uh, in a few minutes, and I think that's really all it takes, um, to teach you how I learned to play in by ear. And I think this would really get you started. Um, not sure, but it's certainly worth a try. The price is right. Anyway, as I said at the beginning of the show, I grew up in a tenement in the Bronx, and my mother would take me a walk, uh, a walk around the block, and behind my apartment building there was a vacant lot. And there was this piano. It was rickety. I remember it was tilted over almost on its side. And it was rained on and snowed on and heated on and colded on. And kids would bang on it. And I remember being transfixed. I was watching kids play chopsticks. And I was watching. And the one thing I noticed before I even sat down was that the further up to the right you were, the higher pitch the note was. And the further down you were, the lower pitch your notes were. So. I sat down and I wanted to try to play chopsticks and I of course started with just one finger. I'll try to duplicate what I did, including the wrong notes. So the first note stayed the same all the time. So. 
But then what do you do next? Well, I realized that your, it's the higher notes, the higher pitch notes are to the right. So I tried a note to the right. So I'll speed it up a little bit. Oh no, that's wrong. So I, I got feedback instantly on, whoa. So I said, no, let me try another one. No, that's wrong too. But after some trial and error and getting feedback each time, I got it right. Ah, that's it. And that note repeated too, so. And then I said, oh, that's a little higher. The next one's higher too. And I would guess wrong, guess right, and then go, ah. But then the next note comes down. Ah, and of course there was much more trial and error. But each time I made a mistake, I got immediate auditory feedback that I was right or wrong. And then when I was able to plunk down the notes one at a time in the melody, I decided, because I saw the kids, some of them played with one finger in the left hand and one in the right. So I would try seeing if I could play it with one finger in each hand because it would make it sound prettier. So I started and I would guess wrong, like, oh, that's wrong. Oh, that's wrong. But eventually I got it to sound the way the kids did it. Ah! And then I would try some more things to the next notes. And then I would eventually get to. And then go on. And of course, it took a bunch of trial and error, but every time my ear is getting better. And then eventually, by I kept adding another note and another note and another note. And now, and by really by the time I was, I don't remember, seven or eight, I was able to play like this. And because I'm playing by ear, every time I played, I could play it differently. As long as I had in my head, and it's not a head thing, it's kind of a, it's a weird cognitive process, but you get to know what all these intervals are like. And I can't name the chords I'm playing at all, but I'll play it differently now, you know. Every time I can play it, I can play it a little differently. Okay, so I think I would urge you to try to be Mary Had a Little Lamb or Chopsticks. Those are easy songs to, it's, it, at this point, anything I can hum, I can play in full arrangement. But I want you to start with something you can hum, and it's really easy, like Mary Had a Little Lamb or Chopsticks. And then, and then trial and error, and I believe you'll get better. Now, if you really suck after you know a good few hours of trying that, then maybe you don't have the talent. I guess I can't say that everybody does. But I'm betting that a good number of you who are watching or listening could eventually end up playing reasonably well. Because that's what, after all, what everybody wants. They want to go to be able to play the guitar or the piano and not have to slavishly adhere to the notes and the music and have to memorize it. And you know, By doing it by ear, it's, you're, you're going directly from your ear to your fingers. When you're reading music, your ear actually gets short-circuited. It goes from your eyes to your fingers, so you never develop your ears. That's why I like my method for what it's worth. Okay, uh, I used to play a lot of weddings and bar mitzvahs, and when the band wanted to take a break and they wanted me to not take a break, I would, um, they'd have me play long songs. So one of them I used to play was MacArthur Park. I'm gonna spare you the whole uh, seven minutes of it, but I'll play a, an abbreviated, abbreviated version.
Seven Fingers. I was the nerdiest kid around. While everybody else was listening to the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, I was watching Lawrence Welk. And there was a pianist, a honky-tonk piano player named Joanne Castle, and um, she would play various, uh, you know, honky-tonk songs, of which one of which was the iconic Scott Joplin song "Maple Leaf Rag." And so I will try to uh, summon down channel Scott Joplin, which means I'll have to start slowly. But who knows? Just maybe I'll be able to speed up.
This is Marty Nemco reminding you that we find comfort among those who agree with us, growth among those who don't. For comments on the show or to consult with Marty Nemco, his email address is mnemko at comcast.net. How to Do Life is produced by Marty Nemco. Post-production, Mel Baker. Music from the Blue Dot Sessions. Thanks for listening.